Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Jess, where you can ask me all of your questions about all things clutter. So I have a theme for this week, um, and it is something that came up about 25 times in the past week and comes up all the time just in general. So I thought I would just turn it into the theme of the week, and that is how to live with other people's clutter. So often when people call me, their first concern is that they live with a lot of people who have a lot of clutter. And that, of course, is very difficult to deal with. So I have my top five tips on how to live with other people's clutter. And because we're live, I'm also happy to take your questions as we go along. Um, but I'm going to just jump right in with tip number one, how to live with other people's clutter. The first thing that I would suggest that you do if you're struggling with other people's clutter is, ironically, to deal with your own clutter first. So part of feeling overwhelmed by your house is that you have like this lack of a sense of control over the spaces. So the first thing that you want to do is really get your own clutter under control and have control over whatever you can in your house first and foremost. So any area and anything that is yours, tackle that and ignore the rest of it for now. So you want to like, this is kind of like prioritizing yourself. This is self-care. Taking care of your stuff first is definitely the number one step to living with other people and their clutter. So that's number one. My tip number two is to consider space ownership. So in your house, um, the areas that tend to be the most complicated to deal with are the ones where nobody has executive control over the space. So where there's like a garage, for example, that's a typical place where nobody has executive control or ownership over that space. So nobody feels like they need to take care of it. Um, so you have to look at your every, like every surface, every room, every area in your house and figure out who has executive ownership, whose space is this? Who does this belong to? So it's usually pretty clear in a bedroom, for example, like a master bedroom, that you have a dresser and the top of your dresser is your space and your significant other has a dresser and the top of their dresser is their space. So you are responsible for the top of your dresser and they are responsible for the top of their dresser. And the goal is to be judgment-free with how everyone in your house handles their own space. Um, so as long as they don't go outside of the space that they have. So you wanna just kind of look at your house and figure out who's responsible for this space. Um, and then in the areas where there's multiple people responsible for the space, like those, you know, like the living room, for example, usually that's a space that everybody has ownership over. So as a family, you wanna decide what is the level that you wanna maintain this space to. Um, and usually, you know, you want those, those main areas of the house to be pretty tidy and orderly. So that would be, you know, an area that you would have to figure out maintaining tidiness and orderliness with everyone else in your house. But, um, if there's a, if say you, the kitchen could be an area where there's no clear space ownership, not in my kitchen, because I do all the cooking, um, but in a lot of kitchens, 
multiple, you know, multiple people are involved in maintaining the space. So you want to be very clear as to whose responsibility it is in the kitchen to maintain different spaces. So once you can figure out who owns the space, who's responsible for it, then it's easier to deal with the clutter in that space um, because somebody has ownership over it. My tip number three, help kids with their spaces. So a lot of times, uh, another frustration that we have is I hear from parents, they ask their kids to clean up their space, their bedrooms, and then it doesn't get clean. Often, the problem is that the children have too much stuff in their bedroom, so it's really actually impossible to clean. So if you're living outside of the, your space, then you're never gonna be able to be decluttered and organized and stay clean, right? So if your children are trying to put away their clothing and they have more clothing that fits in their dresser or their closet, fits comfortably, they're never gonna be able to put their clothing away to the level that you want because it doesn't fit, right? So you're kind of setting them up for failure. So help your kids to understand how much space they have for storage, how much stuff they can comfortably fit within that space, and then when they only have as much stuff as fits in their storage space in their bedrooms, they will actually be able to clean up. So that's something that you can provide guidance with as a parent. Number four, so this really applies to the areas of the house that are communal, like the living room. Uh, you want to start a habit, a daily habit of picking up. So I do with our family, and what I recommend for my clients is something that's called the 20 minute quick clean. So every, so picking up should be uh, just a task that happens every single day in your house, uh, just like doing the dishes um, or, you know, whatever else you do daily as a household task. So we do what's called the 20 minute quick pickup or quick clean. And basically I set a timer for 20 minutes and the focus for the whole family for 20 minutes is just to pick up and put away. And at the end of the 20 minutes, we're done. We just stop, even if everything is not picked up and put away. But in general, 20 minutes is more than enough time for us to pick up the common areas and put stuff where it needs to go every single night. Um, so how can you build in 20, this 20 minute habit? The best way to start a new habit and to make it actually turn into a habit is to attach it to an existing like part of your day or an existing habit. So generally, you eat dinner every night, right? So you could attach the 20 minute quick clean to either like either doing it before dinner or after dinner, or you could do it as part of like the bedtime routine, like before bed. Um, but you just want to attach the 20 minute quick clean to something that happens every single day to turn that into a habit. And in our house, it's totally a habit right now. And it almost never takes 20 minutes anymore. Um, so it's just, you know, you go around the house, everyone goes around the house, picks up stuff that doesn't belong in the common areas and puts it away. Here's a bonus pro tip. Um, done is better than perfect. So think about um, when you're doing the 20 minute quick clean. You want to just encourage everyone in your family to help out by picking up and putting it you know, as close to a way as possible but don't get hung up on perfection. If it's not done exactly the way that you would do it, 
that's okay because done is better than perfect. Um, just like you wouldn't be able to read a novel if you didn't learn how to spell as a child, this, you know, learning to put stuff away the way that the perfect way is a, a stepping stone. It's it, it, there's steps involved, right? So the first step is just picking it up from where it doesn't belong and bringing it pretty close to where it does belong. Um, and then over time, you can help the rest of your family understand how things should be put away. But in the beginning, done is better than perfect. So you really want to kind of focus on just building the habit of picking up and putting away. Um, and then you can work on perfecting the habit. And then my tip number five for living with other people is to argue better. Um, so if clutter is a perpetual argument in your life, you want to start to change that argument, right? You've had that over and over and over again. So it's time to think about how you can change the conversation, change the language, change the wording. Think about it from a different angle. Um, remove judgment, right? So if the conversation is really full of judgment about the other person, they're not going to want to participate in that conversation. Um, maybe it could help to write out what you're feeling and then you can read it and assess if this is exactly what you want to say, if there's another way to say it. Um, and of course, if you're at the point where this is such an issue in your relationship that it might result in a separation or it's just something that's causing you stress every single day, I would urge you to get professional help because sometimes you just need a little added support to really make a big difference. Um, so you could go see a therapist, you could hire a professional organizer, um, you know, just get some support if this is something that really is at the point where you've tried everything, can't have a different conversation, uh, then bring in somebody else to help. So those are my top five tips for living with other people. I'm going to recap them. And then if there's any questions, I'm happy to answer any questions. Number one, deal with your stuff first, right? So you want to get control over your own areas and your own stuff first and foremost, and that will make you feel so much better just in general. Number two, consider space ownership. If there's areas in your house where nobody clearly is responsible for them, assign them to somebody or commit to keeping them clean as a family. Number three, help kids understand their space. If your kids have more stuff than they can easily put away and easily store in their room, then asking them to clean up their room is setting them up for failure because they won't be able to actually clean. So help them live within their space and understand their space. Number four, make a habit of the 20 minute quick pickup every night, 20 minutes, set the timer, make it a positive experience, no yelling, uh, no going over 20 minutes, stick to 20 minutes, um, and just build that into your everyday routine. And number five, argue better. If, um, if there's a way that you can communicate about this issue that is more effective, then I would encourage you to go ahead and definitely do that. Um, get support as needed. So those are my top five tips for living with other people and dealing with their clutter. And as usual, if you have any questions, I'm always happy to answer them. Um, I'm going to try and stick to a weekly theme moving forward. So, you know, always just ask your questions and I'll 
go ahead and answer them. You can ask throughout the week just by posting on, leaving comments and posting on my page on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. Um, and I'm really happy that you decided to join this live video podcast. Mark your calendars, Tuesdays at 12.15. Ask Jess all things clutter. Have a great week, you guys.